What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast. I am your host, Zach Zuccardi. It is, fuck, what day is it? It's July 18th. Sorry, 17th. July 17th. Make sure that's right. No, 18th. Sorry. Yeah, so it's the 18th. It's like 1 in the morning. Um, And I'm just happy to be podcasting i figured i'd do it late i'm up and there's very little noise this late uh, unless i'm making it so that's that's good you know it's funny like it's technically saturday morning right but i can't get into calling one i honestly i can't get into calling like the nighttime morning i can't at all it's always that same day like for instance it's the 18th yeah yeah but to me it's still the 17th you know, until I go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, it's not the 18th. I don't know what that, you know, I I always just dig, like, the, just it being nighttime. It just goes so fucking fast. I remember as a kid, like, really just, like, loving nighttime. And, you know, from when I was a young kid and I'd stay up, like, late as fuck to when I got to my teenage years. And, like, you know, I would be with friends and we'd go to diners and stuff. And then, you know, before you know it, the sun's coming up and then... As you get older and, you know, you're, you know, at least for me, you know, going to parties and bars and all this shit and having these, these, these kind of nights or the nights where you're with someone that you really, really, you know, really love and cherish. And it's just like night and it's just like, gosh, there's so many moments where I wish the night would never end. I know that sounds so cheesy, but like I wish the night portion would never end. It just seems like once that sun comes up, things are just, I don't know how to put it. It just takes takes away the feeling. You only have like such, if you think about it, you have such like little time to like really make something happen or capture it. Uh, excuse me. I had sushi tonight or today or this evening <laughs> or whatever. Wherever the fuck we are. It was really good. I've been uh, doing Grubhub, this one sushi place sort of downtown. Um, and, uh, it's really good. I get salmon. I get these salmon, uh, nigiri, which is like the big bed of rice and then the fish on top. And it's just so fucking delicious. Let me tell you, I fucking, I mean, I savor each chew when I I eat that fucker. It's they're They're so good. And then I get this, uh, luxury shrimp roll and that's great. Cause it's just like shrimp. Stuffed inside a shrimp with other shrimp and then there's crab meat and shrimp and more shrimp. Um, I'm trying to not eat any meat on Fridays. I'm ultimately doing it just so I can kind of like observe my, how do I put this? Like, um, it's like me like saying what's up to God by not eating meat on Fridays. It's a big thing in the Catholic Church. I'm not going to get into all that. But for me, it's just sort of like if I can, why not? I'm trying to like be more open-minded to changing up my diet and, and different things with food. And to be quite honest, I honestly, I rarely, I don't eat that much meat even during the week. I probably eat the most meat when it comes to pepperoni on pizza. I mean, I'll have a hamburger here, you know, every every now and again. Um, but not really. Usually it's chicken. Anyway, um. Yeah, the sushi was fucking delicious, and I'm just, again, trying to go vegan on Fridays, um, and so far, so good. 
So, you know, it's been a long motherfucking time since I've done a podcast, and I'm just really happy to be here riffing and just chilling. So I have I have an outline for the show. You know, I'm going to give you my self-care tip. We're going to talk some poetry, some music. You know, I'm going to rap to you a little bit here. You know, kind of catch you up and just talk about some random shit. We just wanted to just uh, kind of break that down for y'all. But this is just going to kind of be a casual kind of vibe. I'll try to not, I'll try not to ramble on too much. But I'm, you know, happy to be here. It's fucking July. We're still in this quarantine shit. And uh, it's definitely been kind of a, a wild ride. But trying to keep it positive, positive hardcore, you know. I'm uh, doing all the Zoom things with the homies back home. And, um, you know, I'm... I'm, uh, you know, I'm even, I've done my like therapy appointments on there, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, just uh, the, uh, the gym opened back, opened back up here, uh, in June. So I've been swimming, um, and swimming a lot and I'm trying to refine my strokes, trying to get better and trying to make sure I'm like, you know, having good technique and that's super humbling. I'm watching like constant YouTube videos and then, um, I'm doing, uh, I honestly, I haven't done any of the home exercises. There's a couple that you can do to help you like get your form down with kicking and shit. Um, but when I, when I, when I swim after I do all my sets, then I'll, I'll, I'll practice, you know, I'll practice kicking, flipping, I'll practice, um, um, yeah, like just refining like my backstroke. Um, so that's been, that's been kind of cool. And I've also been, drumming more and you know I'm actually taking it back to like my drum lessons I have this book it's called stick control it's a very like popular book amongst drummers and it really helps you get um, get your sort of your left and right hand on the same page you know you create the muscle memory and you you learn different combinations Um, and it's really cool I've been working with a metronome practicing um, for about like a half hour every night and then I've gone down to my studio and translated it over to the drum kit and that's great it's it's real cool because what I'm doing when I practice like this is I'm doing things that aren't really natural for my muscle memory and I can kind of feel it and you know I'm practicing it doesn't sound great it's not you know I you know I'm I'm uh I'm working towards it, but I can definitely kind of get a certain feel for some of the combinations on the drum kit, and you know I can move my move my my right hand around to the different drums and cymbals and shit to see how it sounds and shit. So it's um it's been real cool, I have to say. I've really been enjoying that. Just trying to just kind of keep it simple, honestly. Like I'm trying to just like take my lessons um, with my drumming and then trying to refine my swimming strokes and everything you know I mean it feels good it's very humbling because I just want to like just jam I want to just you know just do my songs and shit and my little grooves and then I don't want to practice at home that's 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 boring I'd rather you know whatever um and then swimming yeah I just want to swim all my sets and get out so instead of just having that attitude I'm just trying to um trying to grow and trying to refine and learn so i'm pretty happy to report that again this is a self-care podcast so i'm reminding myself and (laughs) and all y'all that it's good for me to rap like this so hopefully it hopefully it motivates you and it it helps with your train of thought if not hopefully you're just enjoying listening to my voice um 
you know, it's funny. I had this super fucking long hair in the middle of my motherfucking, um, like, between my eyebrows. Not a unibrow, because that would be, like, multiple hairs, but there was, like, one long fucking hair, and it came out of nowhere. I've had this happen before on my back. I'm not a hairy guy, but I'll get that one long fucking, like, wolf hair. And it's so weird. It feels like it just comes out of nowhere, like it grows overnight. It was crazy. And I think I had it for like maybe two months without giving a fuck. Because it, it was just like, it would show up. But I, I don't know. like it, And maybe also with the quarantine, I just kind of let the wolf hair grow. But just so weird. I mean, I guess that's, that's common. But yeah, just out of nowhere, it's just one long motherfucking hair. Um, and hey, I'm thinking of doing like a interview thing where I talk to some of my friends. I have a lot of unique friends. Some with really good stories, funny stories, backstories, things that have to do with self-care, poetry, music. Um, so I think I'm going to do a couple episodes here where I interview some of my friends and we have sort of a conversation format. So um, I don't know, I can share part of my world with everybody. And then I really feel that um, these are some unique individuals whether it be their stories, their personality, or anything like that. So I think that's something I'm going to be doing here in the next couple episodes is doing some sort of interviews with my unique friends. Um, but yeah, just something that I was actually talking to a bunch of my random friends and just sort of thinking it over. Oh, man. So, hey, I saw this movie called The Machinist. It came out in, like, 2004. I'm totally, like, I don't see movies. I just, it's, I, I see random uh, movies. I'm watching a lot of Charles Bronson movies lately. So I'm I'm not up to date on shit, but randomly things will kind of come my way. So anyway, I saw The Machinist, and if you don't recall, it had a Christian Bale, and it was the one where he was like super skinny, super skinny. And I, I won't really get into too much about it. I won't bore you with it. But really the, the overall theme was that this person um, dealt with so much guilt, so much guilt that it made his lifestyle to shit. And, you know, he wasn't eating or sleeping, and, you know, he's hallucinating and all this stuff and ultimately the overall theme was was guilt and um, without ruining anything he he figures out how to sort of own up to that and rid himself of of that guilt Um, but it's so powerful to see because it's just like you see how gosh when you're when you're having a hard time with something or you know you you don't you can't find the right words or you're just struggling with like a feeling it can eat you up inside I mean, fuck. And then just seeing the way it played out in this movie, it was really cool. The movie was like very kind of like a Hitchcock movie a little bit, in my opinion. Um, but at the end, it definitely left me with that with that sort of like overall theme that I thought was really cool and really uh, something that I wanted to, wanted to share. Guilt can be a motherfucker. It can be a motherfucker. You know, and just like it showed in that movie, it can really, uh, you know, uh, eat away at you and just fuck you up. So, but yeah, I, um, I really enjoyed that. It really just made me, made me think. Um, yeah, and just like I said, I'm watching some Charles Bronson movies. Something about that dude. He's like, I don't know. They're just really fun movies. He's kind of like a badass kind of character, like an old school badass, I guess. You know, like a Clint Eastwood or a whoever whoever you you know would think is 
uh, uh, you know. But yeah, so I've been watching a bunch of Charles Bronson, and what's kind of cool is a lot of them they're easy to watch. There's not like a lot of dialogue or a lot going on. You can just kind of watch it, and it's usually him like, you know, um, avenging something or saying just a couple words, and then just like killing somebody. It's it's um it's real enjoyable. It's like a lot of '80s shit, a lot of like '70s and like '80s shit. But I know when I'm gonna watch it, it it's gonna be uh. It's going to be kind of easy. In fact, I watched this one called The Valachi Papers, and it's about this mafia guy, and this is a true story, in like the 60s, I believe, who um, who broke the Omerta, which is like the code of silence in the mob. And he came forward and talked about the, the inner workings of the mob and like the infrastructure and shit. And his name was Joe Valachi, and Charles Bronson played him in this movie called The Valachi Papers. And the movie's rated PG, okay? PG. And this shit came out in, like, I don't know, the 70s. And in this movie, they have nudity. They have a guy getting his dick cut off. They have lesbianism. Um, uh, they have, like, racy language. And then people getting shot. And it's PG. They didn't come out with PG-13, I don't think, until the 80s. But I couldn't believe it. I was like, this fucking movie came out of nowhere with, with some of this shit. But uh, it's it's really good. It's uh it's it's a it's a mafia movie. It's definitely old school. But as far as like the story and I even liked uh, liked the acting in it. I thought it was it was really cool and it just made me laugh how PG and it was I mean geez a guy got his dick cut off that's hardcore, you know lesbianism I mean shit titties like it was it was crazy, but I really enjoyed it so check that out Valachi Papers. I also just wanted to make mention of something. I don't know why I have this written in my notes. It is true, but it's funny that I have it written. I really hate the saying, at the end of the day. When people tell you and they're and they're talking about something, they're like, at the end of the day, I want to be this and that. At the end of the day, I'm not going to blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. I, I hate how openly and freely that is freely that is used sometimes at the end of the day. Like, what about the middle of the day? What are you, shady as fuck? Like, start off, you know, you're starting off all of your days, like, questionable. At the end of the day, I got all my shit together. At the end of the day, get out of here. I just can't, I don't know. I, I just hear that a little too often, and it's just like, come on. At the end of the day, go. Go fuck yourself. What about the middle of the day? What about early on? What's what's changing within that within that day's time that at the end of the day, you're coming to this conclusion? I don't know. It's, it's wild. So, hey, I wanted to talk about for my fucking self-care tip, showering. I fucking love showering. I love it. Love it. So I thought, hey, you know what? Let me talk about how much I love showering. Look up a couple benefits of it. You know, maybe taking hot and cold showers, showering in the day, showering at night, all these different things. So I figured I would talk a little bit about it. So, yeah, showering is fucking great. So I grew up in a house with six people. We had one bathroom. So I really didn't ever get to enjoy showering at home, like ever. And in fact, probably closer to when I was a senior in high school and thereafter, um, I would probably shower 95% of the time at the gym. I went to the gym almost every damn day. Maybe the weekends I didn't go or maybe Sunday I didn't go. So I'd shower every day at the gym. And it was really just because the, you know, the bathroom at the house that I grew up in was kind of like falling apart. 
There's so many people. It's always someone who has to go to the bathroom while you're in the fucking shower, and that's a nightmare. So I kind of got traumatized, <laughs> to be honest with you, between how it was falling apart and people having to go to the bathroom while you're in the shower and fucking there's no privacy, none at all. So I would shower at the gym because, you know, you could just had their own private stalls and shit. You know, you could just do your thing in there, and it was just it was nice. So anyway, I obviously live here in Albuquerque, and I've lived on my own here for the last, like, fuck, 14 years, and I love it. Um, and that this is one of the things that I love because my bathroom is beautifully clean, very clean, tub, fucking everything. So I get to shower and enjoy the fuck out of it and make up for all those years, <laughs> all those years where I could never really shower comfortably at home and then, obviously, showering at the gym, it's more, you know, you're just taking care of business. You're not really, I mean, I probably was a little, you know, just sort of, like, out there and daydreaming and shit. But, um, yeah, I just, I'm really just psyched to talk about it. I wanted to give you that little backstory. Um, so, for me, personally, um, I just love it because it's it's good time to think. Um, it really is. I mean, I don't know. I Think about all kinds of shit, creative shit, personal stuff, girls, women, fucking history, um, you know, fucking my family, like my dog, any any kind of random thought. It's one of those things where you're just like, I mean, you're naked, your water's hitting you, you're sort of like in this purifying kind of mode, there's steam likely. Um, and honestly, I I will sometimes make make a little thing of it where I'll play some music, maybe smoke a little weed, um, and really just enjoy it. Kind of like draw it out, you know, make it like a, make it like it's its own thing. Um, so yeah. And just that, that quality time to think I found that when I'm exercising, swimming, uh, showering, I, I, I'm at my most sort of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm deep in thought. I'm, I'm a little bit more creative and stuff like that's usually when uh, the wheels start like turning and um, things start flowing a little bit um, I mean and also like the warmth I like cold shower every once in a while only just for a little bit though because I gotta say like I just love the warmth of a fucking shower even in the summer you know it could be hot as fuck and you know you want to cool down a little bit but after a while I always go back to the to the to the warmth because it's just it's so nice it's like a fucking Excuse me. It's it's like a blanket over you, but it's water. It's so nice. It's so fucking awesome. And then of course you just you feel fresh, just like after you swim, you feel really good. You really do. You just have this like you know your whole body feels like it was just engaged and it's just sort of vibing and you know kind of endorphins um, and all this shit, all the proteins and all that stuff. Um, and that just it it just feels really good, um, and then just how relaxing it can be. I mean, really, like you just in there, and I'll probably after this, honestly, I'm probably gonna take a shower. I'm getting myself fucking psyched up and shit, so I'm gonna take a shower after <laughs> after this maybe, um, and then probably go to bed. But yeah, so just a couple things that I just wanted to a little bit talk about uh, why I like showering and like what I like about it, and what it does for me and shit. Um. Yeah, it's just like it's just a good place to just like, kind of just you know like, I don't know. Um, just feel feel alive. As weird as that sounds, 
it's a really good place to feel alive you know the water hitting you and just the all the things washing down the drain and shit it's very lots of lots of metaphors flying at you um and yeah, a couple things I wanted to highlight. So that's really just my like overall take on it and like kind of feel with it. But to give you some of the benefits, um, I know with taking colder showers, it helps with increasing like your your oxygen. Uh, it increases the oxygen the oxygen supply to your brain, which can help decrease like stress and kind of like literally cool you down. Um, helps with blood circulation, um, and then also. Um, it helps, like you know, of course, clean out you know all the, all the toxins and the bullshit, um, you know that you, that you have, uh, in your body, but yeah, definitely helps uh, helps like cool you down, helps with with like stress and shit, um, <laughs> as far as taking the like colder showers and shit, um, yeah, it's uh, you know gives you energy you know really especially taking it in the morning um can help as well like if you have any like kind of like indigestion or um any problem breathing you can steam that fucker up um i mean this is probably some obvious shit but i i think it's good to good to highlight um it definitely will help you sleep because it will kind of regulate the circulation give you that circadian rhythm the inner clock and everything um it's 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 a real good way of just like decompressing uh it helps with things obviously like your skin and um it'll help with improving like your routine um yeah so just a a couple things just to kind of talk about with it um why showering is so important and really a good way just to take care of oneself other than the obvious fact of you know cleaning yourself and all that bullshit but just to really enjoy it and take care of yourself i mean some people like to sing in there and they feel free and shit that's awesome i'll do that sometimes sometimes i just have these zany things i'll say in my head like they could be old commercials or just things that like i joke about with my sister or with my brother um impersonations of certain hardcore singers (laughs) it's all stupid shit but just to kind of um just to share with you so yeah everyone next time you shower you know really consider all these awesome options of how you can improve it um and just really take advantage of like what it uh, what it could mean for you um mentally physically and spiritually cool everyone so hey i'm gonna um uh, I'm gonna read some poetry now. Do a little poetry reading, and it's from this poet named Wes Isold. He is a uh, he is a singer of this hardcore band called American Nightmare. I was a big fan of um, in the early 2000s. I was on the street team for Equal Vision Records, which their music was. Uh, um, they were on the Equal Vision label. So I got a lot of the promo stuff for American Nightmare. And at first I wasn't a fan. And then I started just listening more and more and just, you know, became a fan. And I just saw them. And then very, very, um, very great lyric, like very deep lyrics, especially for hardcore music at that time. So the singer is really into poetry, has written, uh, you know, a lot of uh, 
a lot of poetry books, and I I just got a I got one recently called Plague Poems, and I also have one from years ago that my friend got me called Depressed Skull. So I was figured I'd read a couple from uh, from here. They're all really short, but just to share some with you. Um, so let's see, huh? Let's see, huh? So this one is called What People Will Do for Money. Hologram shower, trademark boredom, stained across the beautiful flailing ego. The way you sat caffeinated on anything, like Judas arriving daily at a cafe, asking for the Wi-Fi password, not working and complaining of having no money to spend on all the possessions you sit against. What will people do for money, love and steal and lie and fuck? Whatever it takes to prolong death when all they really do is waste time. That's a really good one. I like Judas trying to get that Wi-Fi password. That Wi-Fi password, I tell you, it's a doozy. Alright, this one is called Tire Damage. When you tire of the wreckage and the car crash of your heart, I will be there like a roadside mechanic who can repair anything except themselves. It's a good one. It's pretty introverted. It's pretty deep. It's pretty, you know, looking inside. Alright. Alright, this one's a little longer. It's called I Know You're Out There. Moon runs from the shine of the sun, and beauty is a death sentence from true love to freedom to imprisonment. This is not my wish. Satan takes my hand and will not let go. I fell asleep at 11 and have been up since 2, writing to you. I stay up late or wake early, fondly recalling our time together, thankful the way I am for you. This is not a poem, but a hello, to remind you that if you are here, you already know things fall apart, but prevailing in the chaos is what we do. The way of the world drift away from us, days change but never end, centuries begin, and I am a savage in the city of love. Christian tears fall silent on sirens that drown. Church bells down the darkness of America. Oh, life is too short and I am too tall. Stretching west from Manhattan, waiting with leaking eyes. Irish whiskey, distilled in the night. Turn and run again. Though the road may flood, I will drown in the waves to drink, to taste. I had doubted my purpose, but you've moved into me, like a ghost on the highway. I'm chasing your lead and choosing to believe all that I see. It's a really good one. I like how that, it's really, um, I like how it's written and then visually um, how he uh, structures it is really cool. Alright, so I'll read one more. This is an older one from the Depressed Skull um, chapbook. Chapbook is kind of like a like a zine, like a makeshift book for poetry. Right. This one is called Creep. Sometimes I feel like a creep for just walking around and knowing about creepy things. Upstairs from a ballet class where I hear the teachers say, If you see anyone weird, tell someone there has been a bad man around. Well, I look weird to little girls, but I'm not a bad man. Still, I feel creepy for knowing what the bad man does. That's a good one. 
always like that one cool well hey that again is Wes I sold that's just a couple of poems that um, I have been reading through and I just wanted to highlight and share with everybody uh, really really um, great lyricist and poet and then again he's from American Nightmare and also has a band called Cold Cave American Nightmare is hardcore punk and Cold Cave is like electronic like new wave you know all that goth stuff really cool really cool so I wanted to share that with you so I appreciate it appreciate it alright so we're going to get into the song of the week um, to finish off this episode and again this is the True Blue Podcast you can find me online on Instagram and Twitter at podcast true blue so the song of the week is a song called what is the light by the flaming lips song is off of the soft bulletin album and probably my favorite song on this album my friend Chris really into Flaming Lips. Shout out to him. He uh, always told me this is like such a great album. You know, really just one of the um, one of the really uh, really good albums from Flaming Lips from you know start to finish. And um, I started jamming it when I when I listen to an album, I'll play it like not over and over, but I'll listen to it a couple times every day if I'm really into it. Um, and this is one of the ones that I really enjoyed. So the song "What Is the Light" has a really great groove with the uh, with the uh, with the drum kit. The drums on this album sound really good, by the way. Um, very catchy song, very like melodic vocals. Um, can be very theatrical at times, but it, it meshes so well. And really cool lyrics. Um, one of the ones that I that I wrote down is, "Looking into space, it surrounds you. Love is that face that you're drawn to." really cool again really poetic looking into space it surrounds you love is that face that you're drawn to so really like deep poetic lyrics uh, just a, you know a great melody really good vocals um i strongly suggest this and i will have this on my playlist i have a true blue playlist that you can find in the link in my in my bio links on instagram and twitter you click on that um link tree and then You'll see it's the first link on there for the True Blue playlist. So I'm adding all these songs to it. Since I can't play them, hopefully I'll figure out, you know, how to fuck with that. Or, you know, we'll, we'll see what's up. But I can't play them because, you know, all that, like, copyright shit. But I will have this have the song on the playlist. So a really, really good song by the Flaming Lips. What is the light? Question mark. What is it? All right, everyone. Well, hey, thanks for rolling with your boy here. It's, uh... About 140 in the morning. It's still it's still Friday, even though it's 140. Um, yeah, just you know, thanks for for uh, checking this podcast out. I hope to keep on doing it a little bit more consistently. I ran into a little bit of depression, and just really that's it. Um, but you know, I'm feeling a little bit better, trying to stay on top of things more. So I'm really excited to be back doing this podcast again. Hope everyone's staying safe. God bless everybody. I hope you're listening to great music, checking out the True Blue playlist, and I will catch you guys next time. Take care.